And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. I run around in a Speedo and pull my dick out, and I'm very nice. Well, that's a perfect way to start the show. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> to Spike's Car Radio. Here with Matt Farah, hey. here with the real Zuckerman. Um, coming to you on a Wednesday. It's been a motherfucker of a Monday, Zuckerman. You, you and I are both in terrible moods. I can tell you what mine is, really simply. You, your children are uh, older. You don't have them yet, Matt Ferris. Someday These you cats. will. But yeah, I'm living in this, hey, we got to get the kids out of the house. But there's nowhere to go moment. Moms um, want to go away and share houses. And they're asking, should we do that? As if I'm some sort of epidemiologist. <laughs> they're coming up with their go plans. Away, like, a, like a two families together. Three. Going, like in the one great house. outdoors? <laughs> no, no in, a, in a house together with people that we love and that we've yeah. traveled with before. But it, and it's, it's less about that than it is the question comes to me, should we do this? And in my brain... It's what's the less risky strategy, right? Let's not, not because if, sounds right. if Spike is wrong, somebody's going to die. Maybe me, maybe my friend who's a little older but than wait, I am. Is there a way to execute a similar trip but it's, that doesn't involve all families living under one roof? There constantly? is, but that's not even the point. It'll get figured out however it gets is figured it, out. Is it the optics? No, it's the anxiety oh. from eight Hours in a row until I got right here trying to game out the situation. It, it, when you can't get a, a solid answer for this, and I think a lot of folks are going through this right now. If you can't figure out what you should or shouldn't do, you go back and forth, back and yeah. forth, and then you get lost in this echo chamber of yeah. anxiety, and then it's just like, I'm dumping all of it. I'm going to yeah. stay in my house. I'm spending and $200 I'm, a week on an old Jewish man yeah, to my, all this shit to. <laughs> my kid's doctor said something great. He goes, look, families... COVID is a brick wall. Do you feel walled in? It's a brick wall. Stop trying to jump over it. And every time I jump over it, I, I lose mean? my mind. Accept your quarantine and yes. just stay yeah, just in the accept house? it yes, for now. There's nothing you can it. do. The and remember, we're much older than you. When you're when you're our age, we are now in the zone of death. You're in the zone of recovery, <laughs> Not right. and we're in the zone of death okay, at 55, so you know? We were all together at the Malibu Kitchen Cars and Coffee, the unofficial Cars and Coffee of the Malibu Kitchen Sundays. It was pretty intense. Pretty good, right? <laughs> it was pretty intense. We posted a lot of great cars. We're going to talk about that, but... You know, I posted just one little video, and I guess in that video there were a lot of there's still a lot of people not wearing masks and social distancing. And one of our listeners, this guy Anthony Tapia, won't mind me mentioning his name. He works in a critical care unit at Riverside, and he saw it. Um, and this is what he wrote. And I just want to read this to all of you while you're listening, because um, I'm sure you'll be showing up on Sunday. I have colleagues who work in Orange County, LA, and LA. Cases are increasing, all ages not just seniors like Zuckerman. We also have had multiple family members from the same family have tested positive. I have dealt with some adult children, adult children losing both of their parents within 10 days. The virus can be extended. I don't know what he means by that. The virus can be extended aggressively. Multi-organ system failure, lungs, heart, kidneys. This virus is no joke. We are risking our lives and our family's lives every day I set foot in the hospital. I have colleagues sleeping in tents in the garage staying at hotels. I wash my scrubs as soon as I get home every day. ICU people unite. Uh, uh, the unit, I think he means, are getting uh, filled up everywhere. So the ICU units are getting filled up in California. People also forget we have patients who are sick battling other medical concerns. Please tell the car community, the people at this Cars and Coffee, friends and family, please wear your mask, wash your hands. And use hand sanitizer. That was a dose of reality. I needed to get this message. Thank you, I Anthony. Was, I like that his response was rational, and it was just like, just wear your mask and not like stay in your house. No, but he, but there mm. is this collective, and I feel it too. Like this thing is over. I have to, I have to every morning. I have to rededicate myself to not killing myself, <laughs> and I take more and more risks. Yeah, I think I, I think in the very beginning. I got. I was sent some video from a guy at like Cornell Medical Center or something, a doctor, 
And he pretty much said of the 2,000 patients they've seen so far, here's what we see, here's what we don't see. And it turns out that like now, like three months later, that guy was actually pretty bang on. And right. if you like, if you do the four things, like the mask, the hand sanitizer, I carry a purse now if you see the hand sanitizer and mask and stuff. <laughs> it's so lame. Were you nervous at the cars and coffee? Because you were there too. Well, I'm not shaking any hands. You know you what were, I mean? You were wearing your mask. I was, and yes. I do. I do wear my mask. Right. And and no part of that is because of, for me, the optics, especially outdoors, because I'm right. not really concerned outdoors. I do wear it indoors, like, all the time. But, but um, you know, I, I have to admit, part of it is kind of like, wow, I don't have to put my arm around a lot of sweaty dudes and take pictures right, right now. That's not so bad. That's not bad. But, but I came back going... I, well, I ate, and I remember leaning against some poles and touching some rails, and then I forgot to wash my hands. No, and then I perfect, wake up in the man. middle of the night, going shit. Yeah. You can't with be, your hands all over your junk. It's, I, I think, think you're I inserting think, it right into the. Will you please. From what I gather, catching it like that is very, very rare, and that's not okay, really. But let how me give this dose of reality because I have a, I have multiple little buildings around my main office, and in one of the satellite buildings. Some motherfucker came into work Friday. He comes in in the wee hours of the morning to do document scanning, and he came in with a fever and a cough. And he has very limited contact and is in this other building, but it turns out. Oh, a bunch of people got it? No, he has it. But now I have to close that building. Oh, boy. I have to send everybody that, that would work in that building in the daytime sent home. I've got a whole new testing regimen. I've just got a giant headache that landed in my lap today to deal with and to now more memos going out, more protocols going out, more of our own personal contact tracing within the office. And all I can think about is how stupid is this fucking guy that he, <laughs> uh, he goes to work <laughs> with a fever listen. and then says to someone at work, geez, I don't feel too good. I have a fever and a cough. This what is the, fucking this is doing the problem I have the with these vacations, office. Zuckerman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm cool, I think, with my family together and I can control the situation, but I... Yeah, yeah. You I can't don't know control. the rest of everybody else. We will die at the hands of idiots is something yes. I always tell you. And this is an example but I've started, of some guy saying, geez, I don't feel so hot. Yeah. I haven't felt good for a day. I don't yeah. think we're making it out of this one. <laughs> really what, this is weight? the first week where we? it's not making it out. The, the society right now. Like I, I, I think we're in this for two or three years and, and it's going to it's, it's going to decimate everything. And we're in the death zone, Ferris. America's yeah. So buy your cars. Hey, before that, though. Hey, guess what? What? We do have something for you to buy. Really? There's a new blip shift shirt, and it is the shirt that commemorates our stolen 87911 Zuckerman. It's a work I don't of know art. if I've showed this Genius. to you. Here it is right here. It's called Smokey is the Bandit. That's Matt, very funny. Matt Ferrer is looking at it. You'll Very recognize cool. the pipe, Matt. You recognize <laughs> it. The guy has a pipe in hand, and it's You blazing. can see fat-ass girls. You can see our actual license plate on it. And Zuckerman, look, I put CZR Law as the first stop for the meth head, MacArthur Park, for the second, where he gets the meth. Then it's off to the Triple X Emporium, then to Dollar Max to get light bulbs to smoke the meth, and then ends up at the LAP division, uh, the Hollywood division. So there it is. Today... Go to blipshift.com. That shirt is on sale. Um, Very good. It's and good we're shirt. super excited about it. It's cool. It's I was actually wondering how inspired. They were extend their uh, movie poster parody it's uh, to your that's show. That's what they said. Yours, uh, you did. They sent me yours, and I thought it was great. Which the was cannonball, yours again? We did a cannonball run, yeah, so, and it was really, really good. They did a great job with it. And they said, Do you want that guy to do this one? And I went, You know, Smokey is the bandit, is because it was it's a, a meth head shirt. that stole the uh, the pipe. So the, go uh, there. The, uh, guys. the artwork is very cool. How like long do they go shirt. for sale? Two or? weeks, usually. Two weeks. Anyway, cool. Should we start with cars and coffee? Wait, this, you want, before, can, can I just, on your vacation anxiety? Yes. I want my one trip, the, the Safari Southwest rally, right? The 12 Safari Porsches in the Southwest, that was canceled or postponed indefinitely, whatever. My other road trip, Adventure Drives Northwest, has not been canceled and is go is happening. It's July seventeenth to 29th. and so it's like a luxury road trip thing. So like five star hotels and whatever, but it's across the Pacific Northwest. Hannah and I are going to go. You are. We are going to go. We had we determined that that this is the longest we've been in one city in our entire adult lives, and we are good at keeping ourselves like doing all the things. 
and we're going. Are you going to fly up there? How do you get up there? We're going to take one flight to Seattle, and then we're going to get a car. Wow. The Pre- Lamborghini Urus is waiting in Seattle for me. Okay, that might be worth. And then the we're risk. driving across Washington, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming to Jackson Hole, and then back down to LA. It's three thousand miles back. Down and to where LA. do you stay in hotels? Little yes. hotels. Yeah. What are the nicest hotels that are available in that area? Yeah. Wow. I'm a little nervous about it, but I actually... A little? Yeah, a little. But I, <laughs> Look at Zuckerman gonna, rolling his eyes. But I'm going to do it. Driving <laughs> into the zone well, of death. The doctors are saying they, uh, the flying. Do you, do you see that poll in New York Times of 516 epidemiologists that things will do and when we'll do them? And flying, flying was what, at the bottom of the list? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... I think it was in the middle. But it's, it's the one thing they're like, you know, and our doctor said the same thing. He goes, I'm, we're not going to fly for about a year. It's just the one place that I would worry. The hotel's less so, but the flying is the uh, little hole, little we're fly in the one ointment. one flight, it's short, and I don't So know. what is your plan? Are you going to wear the N95s? Do you have hardcore? We're going to have uh, the respirator-style masks for flying. Wow. And then the regular cloth now, what is ones. That? What is that? What is what? What does that mean? A whole face mask? No, it's just it's like it's made. It's like a more like rigid type thing, and it's got like yeah. replaceable little filter guys. Right? In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It'd not cool. like a gas mask. It's just a little. It it's a step, like a, a step mask. up. It's one bump up. What about a normal? paper outfit that goes over your outfit? <laughs> We're gonna go full hazmat suit, and then I'm gonna wrap the urus in saran wrap every time. But you guys are much the best part of it. No, I seriously want to, like I really want to be responsible, and all you know. Blah blah blah, all that's I really do. I'm going to do my best, but I'm a little I'm a little nervous about it. But I still I want to get out of this fucking city right now so badly that I'm that I'm gonna do it. I understand. Mm. Zuckerman, your thoughts. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, if, if that's what you want to do, if you think that's a good idea, go ahead and do it. You know. That's what my father would say whenever I was gonna do something stupid. He'd yeah. say, Well, you know what? I trust your judgment. If you think that's a good idea, well, you go ahead and do it. We'll see yeah. how it goes. And that's the way it's going to be. Uh, I met someone in Malibu, this guy uh, who uh, listens and came over and said hi. And he said he was on his fifth trip to L.A., fifth flight from the East Coast. Yeah, I'm not doing that. He said that he masked up. Stupid. He was fine. He was Matt's age. No, it's just he had to do it for work. Well. So, I mean, obviously people are flying. I don't I mean, know. We're going to have to figure out what the transition <laughs> period is. Yeah. Because, like, you know what I mean? We want to save lives, but we cannot just live in our in our little tiny little bubbles forever. No. We got to we have to figure out what what the safest possible then, uh, managed well, risk is. The on the other side of the, the then the paradigm is that we should all get fucking infected at once and let it burn through us. Whoever survives wins. And, the Hunger Games and, strategy. Yeah, I like that. That would be a good show. <laughs> and then... Hosted by Joe Rogan, for look, sure. Look, because <laughs> in two weeks, you're either alive, you're fine, or you're dead. That's and, right. And that would be a nice, uh, small shoot window for a TV show. Right. And then, you know, yeah. you pick your contestants. Good, good production schedule. Dead <laughs> yeah. or alive. I like the we'll production see within schedule. two weeks. Dead or alive, here we go. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, who's not you know, watching that? You know what I'm doing, though? A lot of vitamins. A lot of vitamins, a lot of extra vitamin D. Seriously. Yeah, save you. A lot of vi- no, vitamin D is a big thing. You know, take a lot of vitamin D. Putting Jesus' blood on you also works. You know, Or the blood of young Christians and matches. Making sure your immune system is as good as it can be is important. That's yeah, not like that's a not stupid do, thing. Yes, it is. What? Expecting a vitamin to protect you from this is stupid. I didn't stupid. say protect, but yes. any, anything you Which can do Which part improve? of your immune system is boosted by the vitamin? Because it's a multi-system system. I mean, I've to say that vitamin D is a factor. They think. They think. They, yes, okay. they, well, they, might. Worse, they also think that depending on your blood type. Do you know your blood type? Do you have I don't, good but one? I can't change that. But I can well, have a little more vitamin D. Well, you should find out because that might Our influence doctor's your decision. Spike. Our doctor. He doesn't want doctor, us to talk about it on, on the podcast anymore. He the keeps Ron doesn't want us to talk about it. Me too. Ben Bassett says no. Oh, now he's in the podcast he, again. He was. Just, I was just answering his emails beforehand. He, what, we why does my name keep coming up in the podcast? He's a great doctor. He is I, a great doctor. He, he saved fucking Vinny's life. So he told you that vitamin D was going to save you or that he's just and read that what we also read. I needed more vitamin D and so yeah. I'm well, taking that, it. What about we sitting in the need. sun? I, I am in the sun all the look at me I'm so tan I'm in the sun all the time it's not enough. It's, it's seriously not enough. Mm. I was in disbelief. I said How, I work in the, in the desert how could I and live at the beach how could I not have enough sun? He goes you, you don't. All right. 
Anyway, we've, cars and coffee. <clears throat> yeah, well, we we've each uh, been driving some pretty cool cars. Why don't we just you know? We, and I think uh, our listeners definitely want to hear about us, Zuckerman, and then the Polestar. And you're in a GT4. Why don't we start with the GT4? Do you want to give us some uh, thoughts? I know you yeah. probably don't want to. Best goes first. Go ahead. You're GT4 the GT4 is awesome, which is which is a statement that you, uh, you probably could have guessed. I mean, what the, do you have though? Exact year? This is the 2020 Cayman GT4. Okay. The, the, the new thing is that it has a four-liter engine. Okay. It's not the uh-huh. same. It's not the same four-liter as the GT3 has. It's a different four-liter. It's based on the Carrera S engine. It's not a six. It's a six. Yeah. Yes, it's a six. But but it's instead of the GT3's 500 and change, it's 414. Okay, so it's got good power. It's 3190 pounds, I think, under th- under 3200 pounds. 414 was a 997 yeah. horsepower rate. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it feels like a motorsported up 997 Carrera S, which is a nice place to be. Yes. It it because the nine nine two has now gotten kind of big, and 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 so this this kinda. feels a little a little smaller, um, and and it, it's very lively. It doesn't sound as good as a GT three, but it, it sounds nice. Uh, good six speed shifter. You know, it's got the bucket seats, which are comfortable, and front and rear trunks, so it's very practical. Um, the front trunk is enormous on it, um, and and the the. But it suffers from what I like to call the Cayman complex, which is where, on paper, it sounds like it's going to be as good as the oh, 415 horsepower. The 911's got 415 horsepower, but then the numbers don't really match up to the 911 because it's got the funky gearing. So it has the really long gearing that the last one had, and it's actually the same gearing that the 992 manual has. So second gear is good for 83 miles an hour. Oh, come on. And third gear goes to 114. Why? Why? (laughs) But then the thing's probably constantly telling you to upshift, upshift, upshift. Well, and this wouldn't be a problem if you had the turbocharged engine in the new Carrera S, Mm. right? Because it makes more of a mid-range punch, right? right? Peak torque in this is 5,000. Peak power is 7,600. So to even get to peak torque in second gear... You're going like 55, 60. So it is impossible to be going at the lower end of the speed spectrum and feel any of that power. Mm. You need to be. So it's, it's very, very good, this car. It's fantastic by all measures. But if you wanted to make it even better, the aftermarket gear set that everybody was doing with the last gen cars, Sharky does it, BBI does it where you give them 20K, and they change second, third, fourth, and fifth, and they leave first and sixth alone. And then with a close ratio gearbox, it's like the best car in the world. Wow. Because instead of this, you know, that road that we drove when we did the the GT3 and that, Mm -hmm. that road is all third gear in that car. Right. You don't hit fourth. Right. Which is like... That's a huge, fast road. What do you mean you don't hit fourth? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And right, so right. you got to re-gear it to get the rest of the way there. And unfortunately, like, that's an intentional decision. Somebody made that choice. And what do you think the thinking is? Let's not make this thing as fast as the 911. Otherwise, it's going to cannibalize. they got to position that stuff. I know, but then they, but then they sell... They don't sell as many as they well, look, could. Look, it's or still they... if it's the best naturally aspirated manual gearbox mid-engine car, I think that you can buy anyway. Right. What other mid-engine naturally aspirated manual gearbox cars are there? All right, but if you they're great on the track. Yeah, if so you, you were going to have that car, around. you'd be spending the twenty grand, right? A thousand percent. That's you a lot of money. Commit and then spend the twenty k. That's now a lot you're of money. into nine eleven. But money. now you're. But that's the problem. Right. Is now you're into nine eleven. <laughs> right. The real sweet spot is you because every single person who buys a GT four drives it thirteen thousand miles and sells it on Bring a Trailer. So you buy every someone else's single one. <laughs> <laughs> so you buy one for th- with thirteen thousand miles. Why thirteen thousand? That's that's where this, that's where they all are. They are. Just think about this next time you see one. They're all like right <laughs> there. Look at his, look at his and then you buy eyes one. Glowing. I just sold one for a friend of mine for, with that many miles. And, and wow. it's, it's like low 80s. And then you do the gear set, you know. But anyway, but I, I don't want to dwell on it because it doesn't ruin the car. It's just right. like a way that like the car is so great, but it could be perfect. And, and they know that. And you know that. 
but they refuse to do it that way, and it wouldn't cost them more money. Mm -hmm. It's just a conscious decision to say, oh, use this ratio. You know what I mean? So I want one of those cars. I want to like one of those cars. I want a small, fun, fast car that makes me feel that visceral enjoyment. I don't want anything flaccid, though. I don't want a flaccid, loose. You know what you might like, actually, is the, the, the outgoing... Cayman GTS with right. the turbo motor. Ooh. That thing is real fast, and it feels it all the time because it's got right. that big turbo uh, punch. You know, it sounds a little different, you know. But you got, I think I'm looking at like seven air cooled flat sixes in this room. I think <laughs> right. a little variety a might punch spice, in this room. spice it up. A punch and now you've it. got your weirdo Audi, so you you have weird sounding cars mm. already. Yeah, you would love that. I man. love the weirdo well, Audi. Well, that car shows up to Cars and Coffee, it's hugely popular. Zuckerman, people love this car. That car is at peak first cool of all, right now. How you came to get this car? Well, I've I've been lusting after it. I will tell you. Let me give you a history lesson. I yes. came to USC. Okay. And 1982, and as I've probably said before, the thought of me having a car in California was a no-go. I never thought I'd get one. My parents weren't going to give me one. My mother left me. Because you couldn't afford it. Just financially. No, she said kids didn't have their own cars at college in in our East Coast experience. And my mother left me in August with $100 to last me to Christmas, right? Boy, that lasted about two whole days, but that's another story. And, and how much was Coke at the time? Yeah, and so, hey, hey, I bought some hey snow guys, it's Christmas. You know, wasn't even hey. September. It was cold for more, more money, Mom. And, and, Why but, do you get Christmas lights up in your room? Right. And, and it's were, August. There were two guys. There were two guys I met. That's Russell not so Stong Mom. and Bobby Safai, and they both had Audi GTs. And these guys were the cool guys on campus, right? And they had two, they had these cool cars. And I was like, fuck, that's a cool car. And, and, uh, and I got a ride, and it was pretty impressive, right? It was definitely not anything I was countenancing at that time as being in my life. I thought I'd get some used piece of shit eventually, but not that. But I was always aware of those cars. I always loved those cars. But fast forward, Mr. Pappas, we know Tim, he had just about every Group E car. This was the last one he had left. And he'd been toying with selling it, I think, for the past couple of years. But it just so happened, a few Saturdays ago, I was here at the hangar, and he drove by, and he pulled in, and we had a chit-chat, and we started talking about the state of cars and what he wanted to move and get, which he, he got a big acquisition. I'm not going to reveal it for him. That's his business, but it's a tasty piece. And he said that it's a what? A tasty piece. <clears throat> tasty, a tasty with piece. two E's. Tasty Delightful. freeze. Listen, we know somebody that's got one of these cars, but it's not anybody in this room, and it's right. not in our it's not in our future in this room. Okay. And so it's a good car. So we were talking about what he was going to lose out of the collection, and he mentioned the his '86 Audi Sport Quattro, and I said, "Wow." Where are you at now, numbers-wise? And his number was a number I could live with. And that car is the perfect specimen. If you know, only three of those cars came legally into the U.S. as part of Audi's effort in the Pikes Peak Hill Climb in 86 and 87, if I recall correctly. So this one was here in the States from the beginning of time. Well, yeah, you mentioned the odometers in, mile, in miles, yes, not kilometers, which exactly. is very interesting. Yeah, it's a weird choice, and yeah. that's why. And so he had found a car. It was a dream. Wait, so there was three that were brought here in period as, what, demos? Yes. For, just uh, for Audi right. ride-alongs and whatever? Right, exactly. But never, so, but they, and they were they, sold they, at dealers here new? Or what I happened don't to them know that part of the story. I'd have to ask him, but eventually some enthusiast, this car stayed... It got sort of federalized. It got a U.S. Uh, permission to stay. And then some guy had it from a time when it wasn't a very desirable car. And he was the king of all of the Audi car shows. And eventually, Tim found him. And the guy really had loved that car. And Tim tells me he cried when he agreed to sell the Audi. That <laughs> Did he cry because of all the money Tim gave him? Probably that. Probably. And he was losing his, his, yeah, he was yeah. losing his yeah. one thing. 
And yeah, so yeah. Kim got it. I wonder what the bottom value was. What was what is the minimum that one of those? Oh, was I can't, I can't even remotely guess what these cars are worth. I, I I'm sure the bottom value at one time was probably twenty thirty. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> like I was it, thinking, like I was thinking twenty five grand. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. old seventy three RS was twenty five grand in the late seventies, really? early eighties. Yeah. So everything hits a bottom. Yeah. So he got it and he went through it and he went and the car is immaculate and it's such a fun weird car right because yeah it's they, the coolest it's, but it has such you, a fan base already i was surprised well, at how many of the younger kids it's, the 20 year olds know what this i thing don't is. i could not tell you when the last time was that i saw one of those in person There's, i yeah. have no idea when They're i last only 100 saw one. they were supposed to sell 200 for homologation mm-hmm. purposes they only sold 164 they built about 220 but they cannibalized the other ones for parts over the mm. course of racing. So 164 make it out into the world. Maybe, Street cars. Yeah. And there's maybe a couple in the U.S. And you think about it. Bauer made the bodies by hand. They're made of Kevlar, aluminum, fiberglass, steel. It's an oddball. They cut off 12 inches behind the B-pillar. They, they changed the rake of the windshield so there'd be less glare. And... So when you look at it, it's just so strange. It's a really all the Group B cars are really weird looking for you know purposeful right. reasons. But the short wheelbases and, and like right. and like the Delta S four is like the weirdest, ugliest right. car ever. But exactly, you know, for a so they're they're ugly cool. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I'm looking at some more of them. The Mazda RX seven rally car, the Lada VFS. <laughs> what is that? That's Dude, a Russian piece rally of cars crap. are like I love the Mercedes SLC rally car. The 380 SLC rally right. car is the like, coolest. But so the, no. what are these rates? Uh, yeah, BMW M1, Citroen BX, lots so, of Citroens. So history, rallying was Daihatsu Charade. Yeah, Daihatsu. <laughs> rallying was big in Europe, Ferriston, and they rally around the lakes in Finland and all of these dirt tracks. And it was Ferdinand Pia, who is of the Porsche family. He got the idea to take the four-wheel drive system and put it into the Audi 80 and clobber everyone. And when they, <laughs> and when they, and no one believed that this was going to really work at the time when he did it. I think it first appeared was it 80 or 81. Um, it only had kind of non-competitive status, and it would have won yeah. its first race out. Experimental class or Exper- whatever yeah, that was. And yeah. it was yeah. it, people couldn't believe how much faster through that kind of terrain. And so, so I, was this car raced? This car was not raced. This car. So this is one of those pure, yeah, little deals. What's well, the, the mileage on the car? He's talking about we're not raced either. They those are street cool. cars. Right, there, right. Was, there was another, however many, race cars. Right. So it, what? What kind of mileage do you have on this car? There's thirty-four thousand miles on it. Driver it's quality. Made, it looks brand new. And it that's does. not drive for those. That's not driver for that. That that's museum no, 34 quality. No, thirty-four driver. There's no I mean, such it was thing down as a zero like miles Ford Quattro. I well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't think there's another one with less we, than another one that's cleaner right. than this thing. And there are some funky Volkswagen Scirocco bits in it, like the door handles. And, and the the ignition lock is something you could punch out with a screwdriver and just start it up and drive <laughs> it drive it away. But there is magnificence in it. And what I noticed when I was driving it, and, and Farry, you're going to have to really take it out for a spin. I would, I would, I'd love to. And I would what, murder what a small I, child to do that. Yes, and what I... Bring in the small child. <laughs> what a coincidence. We, we have <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I know several of them. Yes, and what? And so you realize with the engine in front of the front axle, all the weights in front of the front axle, mm. it's the opposite of, say, a Porsche 930. It's, it's a 911 in reverse. In, a, in yeah. reverse, which just means so that when you're in the curves... You just point, and everything else follows. It's hilarious. And and you and I have to say, I, I pretty much liquidated Sunset Boulevard last <laughs> night. I was going so fast, and it was so stable and so capable. He says that it, as if it's different than any other time he's driving well, so on Sunset. I see him on a, a dozen different cars doing this. Well, liquidating everything. Liquidating <laughs> Sunset constantly, oh, yeah. seven days oh, a week. If you're for going years. in at 9.30... You gotta have. You gotta be cognizant yes. of what you're doing at <clears throat> right. all times, yeah, yeah. and it's always. But you this no. Keep in line and no. This thing, it doesn't matter. You could be coming on boost, giving more boost. You're just <laughs> right through. It's just it's it's on a pole. It, you it, have a passion for the misfits and the oddball, Zuckerman, and now it's turning down, into your yeah, cars. If you drove this, and, and you would like it because. 
there is a little bit of body movement, but it's so I like it, that. But it's so incredibly stable. It does not matter mm. how you pitch this car into a corner. I liked it, your E thirty nine. It was so good when I yeah. drove that. I would like. I miss that amount of body motion through a corner. It was glorious. I love when a car has suspension. It's very yes. good. It has suspension. It goes over the road. I think it's got the right damping on the on the setup. What is it? Coil over uh, struts, and me. it's got the right damping. So you're eating up any bump, but you also are able. It just is the stability going through a corner. I, I, was I would love to drive it. Does that car have power steering? It does, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Power assist, yeah. I think. Rack and pinion power assist. I so when you're looking for it. a new car... Classic, that's how you want to be talking after you bought it, yeah. if you're listening. That's the level of excitement yeah. you should have. And what an incredible amount of knowledge he already has about this vehicle that he's only owned for about a week. The car is, it's, it's such a cool car, and like what I really like about it is like it it wasn't like it was when they channel like out the section the middle of a car like that and right. shorten it from the B pillar. You end up with a really bizarre looking car. Yeah, it completely changes how the car like handles. You know, I, was it Han, was it Stuck? Hans Stuck drove it. Who 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 was the? There was Michel Moutin. There was uh, Walter Roll. Walter uh, Roll. That's what. I'm and then of. there was some He's Swedish. I know uh, Finnish uh, guy. Um, Walter Roll is who I'm thinking of. I think after have you ever driven with him, Walter Roll. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think you don't after forget the, that. After the, uh, <laughs> I have in a Carrera GT, I believe. Yeah. Tell, after, you have to tell that story. It's one of my favorites. What? What? Which? Isn't it when you got when off spun the plane? It? You were you and Jerry were supposed to go there to write about the car, and they put you in the car to go 200 miles an hour, but they wouldn't let you drive because it was in the rain. Yeah. And and you said all you could remember is your your you got a helmet on, your head was bashing the fucking. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. No. <laughs> that happened with Mario Andretti in an Indy car. <laughs> <Long> <laughs> <seat> Indy car. <laughs> <laughs> that it felt like I was having a stroke. And then there was a lightning strike since and I was back at the uh, start line again. Since you mentioned Walter Roll in the Carrera GT, the Cayman GT4 I'm driving right now is the same time around the Nürburgring that Walter Roll did in the Carrera GT in 2004. That's uh -huh. amazing. Seven minutes, 28 seconds. Wow. And the Carrera GT has 200 more horsepower than that. How far have tires and aero it's tire. Would you Tires say it's and aero. Tires? Tires and arrow, yeah. Um, but the uh, when oh when Walter Roll was rallying the the Audi after they shortened the wheelbase, he didn't like it, and he continued to drive the older, longer right. wheelbase car. He said it was less twitchy, which yeah. I think, considering I guess because you drive a lot of nine thirties and you talk about this <laughs> thing handling very stable, and Walter yeah. Roll was like, nah. <laughs> well, okay, I don't think so. <laughs> We're not in the same neighborhood of handling, Maybe, right? Yeah, right? I'm not exactly driving in your. <laughs> Does it have Walter. some kind of uh, differential yes, control? Yes, it, it has manual. You can turn your ABS off from inside the car. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and you, and, and if you would love also reading the owner's manual on the purpose of ABS, telling you about ABS. And and when to turn it off and when not to when not to and also the differential and when to use that. You had much more like driver input on how to kill yourself in a car. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. I mean, you there's very few cars you can buy today that I mean, I guess you've got the e diffs and it's like you could put it in, put your differential in sport or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they probably gave you as much as they gave you for the homologation car. It's probably pretty wild. They also had a nice line in there in the, in the owner's manual about the use of seatbelts. <laughs> Sir, you should use your seatbelt all the time. If you do not use it all the time, it has no effect. <laughs> <laughs> even you must when use it even going it. for groceries. It's a different mindset. It's only effective if you use it every time. Like That's condoms, you know? <laughs> That's not exactly true. It's effective when you are using it. Right. It's not going to be not effective if you don't use but it sometimes. But that was their position because we remember in, 80s, in the early 80s, we were kind of unsold on seatbelts. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, we were you... still upset about the buzzing red light in the 70s. Yes, and upset remember if that? your passenger put their seatbelt on. You, was, what are you, you don't think I drive good? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Mean, you take it personally? Yeah, you took yeah. it personally. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a personal You were offense. The person putting it on either was insulting you or was neurotic. I feel oh, that man, a way about crazy. masks right now when I'm talking to someone and they yeah. put a mask on or I put it on near them. I'm like, really? what? Yeah. Uh, you think about it. You're supposed to. But then it's you're the right. way you're, wait, what? 
What are you saying, man? What are you trying what to say? Are you saying? What are you trying you to think say? I'm dirty? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's been a while since <clears throat> I had someone like, until yesterday, it's been a while since I had someone openly cough or sneeze oh, no. without like covering their face in oh, any fuck. way. No. And I was out at, uh, at, the, at the beach yesterday and someone maybe 10 feet from me just went, fuck you! And like, I was like, my, and he's like, what? I don't have coronavirus. I'm oh, fucking, yeah. You're a, I don't fucking know you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your paperwork, bud? Bro, Where's your, give me your paperwork? Test results. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Now, anyway. Ferriston, you followed you followed Mr. Ferry. You told me the other day in Angela's Crest that you were you said he was oh, in the turbo. It. Yeah, was he in was the in the Supra and I was in the Turbo S. Yeah. And then we had we Segura, nice Tom Segura in between us. In his car. Yeah. He, and he drives real fast. Yeah, he goes. For a comedian, he knows how to drive. He I was does. really impressed with his driving. He when he had the 720 press car and I took him up there. Yeah. He said, he was like, man, we were really going. He goes, at one point, I think three of my wheels left the ground. I was like, slow down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Has he gone to racing school before? Yeah, he's done a few like Porsche experience stuff. Oh, that's and then good. He's done okay. To, uh, done like a bonder. I backed off him because I didn't know what I, I you know, I, I know him as a comedian, but I don't know him as a driver. Yeah, he's and I didn't want to watch him go off the cliff <laughs> and be you on his tail. don't want to be a witness to that. His last yeah. joke. <laughs> What's that? His, his last, last joke. <laughs> <laughs> we did get pulled over. We left you up in the hills there with Magnus and we came down into the radar track. We knew that existed. <laughs> Someone had just come up and be like, there's a radar trap down and there. And I went he through it right with him. It. And we were, you know, in that, I think you said it best. It was like when you're driving up there, you're driving. But then when you're doing the cool down driving, you're mm-hmm. still up around 70 or 80. Right. And that's what we were doing. And we went through the construction, saw the guy too late. The guy follows us, lights up. And I had Zuckerman in my head. I was ahead. Last time I got pulled over, I got pulled over with somebody, and you said, "Just you can't pull over two guys. He's got to make a choice." Yeah. So I left Mr. Let Segura on the you. side of the road, yeah. and he grabbed Segura. He didn't grab me. Only and one I texted guy. Him. Segura I, got I, out of it. I know, but I said, "I'm so, I'm so sorry, but I'm not." Oh, no, and you're not <laughs> supposed to dive on a grenade like that. Yeah. No, only one I guy jumped on a grenade. Yeah. That was him. He, yeah. he, was, he didn't get a ticket. The, you know, they, the cops were Marco great. Marco did that the to last, me years ago. Uh, the last four times I have driven down the hill on PCH from Malibu Canyon Road to Bills. Right. That hill. Last four times. Yes. I have gone 45 miles an hour exactly. Someone in a normal car has been frustrated. Has Where is this? Me, coming south on Pacific Coast Highway. Right. North of Bills. North down of the hill. Oh, by yeah, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's business. always yes. oh, the last four times someone's been pulled over right in front of me. They've aggressively <laughs> passed and then pulled over. It's so satisfying to watch someone get pulled over. Not Tom. I was I felt bad, but when it's a stranger, it feels good. When you're going the speed limit, because you know. You yeah. know it's there, and it's like you go. I'm going to go the speed limit. That down. takes restraint to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so anyone without restraint, if they get pulled over, you go. You, it's such rewarding because you use the restraint, and they didn't, and they got, they got fucked. fucked. They got fucked. Schadenfreude. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you <laughs> get the. You know, <laughs> heading to the Malibu Cars and Coffee Sunday in the the the, the flats of Malibu Central, sucker. They man. were you know, out right. Before I think the Cafe Lux or after, yeah, they and were they were out. there. I was behind the Harley guys. Oh, when you make the turn around Cursing the fire station, yes. they're always right. I there. had a slow driver yeah. in the other lane, and I'm in the Polestar, and I'm trying to get around him. And I said, and I, but I had my family in the car, and I just went, I'm going to slow down. We all, and these guys weren't on ways. There were two motorcycle officers, yeah. two lasers out. Yeah. And I was so happy. You know what, though? I these was PCH cops are getting real lazy. They're predictable. They're just picking the same spots. If you no, know but the that's three what I mean. This, spots. Z- this was not a spot I'd oh, ever no? seen them all before. Right. And I've seen them there twice. How was anyway, Polestar? Let's talk Polestar. It's a funny name. Don't Isn't like it? it. I don't like it. What's worse, Polestar or Scat Pack? Well, that's, <laughs> Let yes. me get into... Uh, and then Pole Scat would be the ultimate combination. Got Scat on your pole. Let me introduce the car properly. First car from Polestar, the Polestar 1. Electric performance hybrid, 2 plus 2 Grand Tourer Coupe that produces 619 horsepower, 740 foot-pounds of torque. They're only making 1,500 of these. 500 are going to be available per year. I think total, there are only going to be 425 that come to the United States. This uh, car 
and it's funny, I see stats all over the place, but let me use theirs. They estimate 58 miles of all electric driving range. I've seen that, I've seen that number go as high as 74. Um, the engine powers the front wheels while it has double electric rear axle drive system controlling the rear. Zero to 60 is about four seconds, which felt accurate. The entire body, carbon fiber, reduces body weight by 500 pounds. Bowers and Wilkins, those magnificent bastards, sound system. Uh, drive modes, hybrid, pure, power, all-wheel, individual, sticker, 155,000. Now, Polestar, and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. This was a company that Volvo and their partner uh, company, Geely, bought yeah, to like, have a uh, performance label, right? Yeah, like AMG. AMG was Correct, an independent right. racing But it was an shop. independent company before that. It was an independent company that right. first partnered with Volvo okay. on performance versions of their existing vehicles, and, like the V60 and V90. And they've now pivoted. And, it's and then a, they it's an spun them off. And they spun them off, yeah. and it's going to be a plug-in, hybrid, or electric performance car brand. Yes Correct. or no? Correct. Although I think all the cars after the one are going to be pure electric, not hybrid. The brand's portfolio, uh, the Polestar 1, which is the car I drove, electric performance hybrid GT, they call it. Two, all-electric performance fastback. Polestar 3, all electric performance yeah. SUV. I That's think kind all of exciting. Electric after the one, right? The the architecture, the the basic, let's call it a skateboard of the Polestar One, is fundamentally the same as with the V S and X C series cars, right? Hybrid engine, hybrid electric motors at the rear, uh, gas motor at the front, eight speed gearbox gives you a virtually uh, infinite combination of all wheel drive parameters, right? Um, the cool thing about Polestar 1 is that the actual structure of the car, not just the body, but the, the uppers of all the car, mm -hmm. is carbon, which is very, very cool. Right, right. Um, it also makes it very, very expensive. I'm and looking so at some more of their literature here, and it says now the electric range is 78. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. From 60. Total range of 540 miles. That I believe. They so do, the they front do that engine, well. turbocharged, supercharged combustion that I think makes 350. Something like that, yeah. And then married to a small electric motor on the front and then two more electric motors, one on each wheel in the back. So ridiculously complicated. Lithium. This is why, like, this is why I'm confident <clears throat> that they'll, their pure EVs will be good because, like, if they can make this crazy thing work with a turbo and a supercharger and a hybrid and blah, blah, blah. Everything. Everything. Like, how simple will just EV be? <laughs> just, right. just an EV will be. But how good looking is it, though? That's what's really right. about it. Yeah, it's let's gorgeous. talk about how it drives. It's the, gorgeous. Here's the very first thing that does happen. The world loves this fucking car. It might have been this blue. It was a dark blue metallic. I don't have the sticker, so I don't know what color it was. Good logo. But from the moment the damn thing was dropped... From the gardeners to the kids who recognized it from GTA 5 to the 20-year-olds, the 30-year-olds, to the rich old people in yeah. the neighborhood, everybody is going, what is that? It is gorgeous. Yes. It is gorgeous. Volvo's Stopping. design department is excellent when they build to a price. When they're given a clean slate and say, right. just make it hot, have fun. It so, looks awesome. You know, I was able to get the kids in the back seat. It's a pre-production model, so the seats don't really move forward the way they're supposed to. There's a very slow motor that's kind of a very oh, really? comedic, like... Like my Audi windows. <laughs> that's not going to be there. But I, I was able to put the whole family in it and drive this thing. And it is really... It was a really unique experience. And, um, you know, at the price point, I was just going, I wonder... You know, I love cars like that where you get to get in a conversation with people and you've got something beautiful. They're, they're not going to make a lot. So you, I, I guess if you're in the, the market for a Tesla Model S, if you want to load up a Model S, what are you paying? Like everything. 150 so that's So it's in that range, yeah. right? So maybe if you're the guy who doesn't want the same car as everyone else. Yeah. And I don't think with 400 total in the U.S. you're going to see a lot of these. No, there's enough... There's enough Volvo oh, nerds. Right. Volvo nerd is your biggest market. And then you got the people who want techie, but they don't want what everyone else is driving, which is how people, a lot of people end up in Volvos in the first place. Right. I think they're sold out, though, for this year. I thought I remember reading a review somewhere. I would be somewhere. the least so bit shocked. 500 units produced per year yeah. over three years. Polestar Production Center, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility. Ooh, LEED certification. 
Doesn't matter. It's a really cool car, and it just it looks so great. Orders are now open, but yeah, that's what I thought. Here was some really interesting things in the front. Okay, there are a couple little issues with it that I don't know that they're going to be able to fix. One, big one, storage. There's no real room for anything. You open the back, you have a flux capacitor. Have you seen the back? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Got, it's, got the glass, <laughs> yeah. it's got a glass panel. Yeah. I believe the batteries Lounge. are there. There are seven what, what appear to be flux capacitors in a row with orange cords. Super cool. Great conversation piece. AC, DC power, some other stuff. But you only and have labeled. room. It's like inverter. And Do you know the little Zagato uh, cover bag we have, the little yeah. duffel? That's, a, that's it. Now, I went to Trader Joe's to throw some groceries in there, and I only had four bags. I couldn't get them all in the trunk. So there's, I saw the trunk. It's small. It's, there's a little bit of an issue. You know, I had to throw stuff in the back. It's slightly bigger than... There's this suspension <laughs> adjustment in the, in the front. Look at this right here. Is this the Olin's dampers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super cool to look at. Yeah. But well, how am I adjusting that? Well, you know what Colin <laughs> Chapman said. Make it you... adjustable and they'll adjust it wrong. Yeah, um, I know. They, they, what am I doing? Um, it's beautiful and it's really interesting yeah. to me. And I actually, just... they make it. It's a lot easier to do on this right. than it is for like an aftermarket set of coilovers that you would buy. Mm -hmm. And if you were to buy one of these or it probably still, if you still have it in the owner's manual, if one exists yet for this car, it will tell you exactly how to do it. Yeah. And what these little things mean. Uh, but I agree. Making those things like that adjustable invites disaster. I like it. It the machined brass and the knob, and I turned it, and yeah. it turned freely, and it had a nice feel. I was like, I like this. I just don't know what I'm doing, yeah. and I don't. I want... am actively ruining the handling <laughs> of this vehicle. I, right I don't want to mess it. Yeah. You know, the innards, the infotainment system is all. You've, you've if you've seen the Volvo XC90, it's the same system. I'm you know Volvo's upright thing doesn't quite work with the car play that's better rectangular oh, yeah, you know yeah. the the sideways rectangular um did it but were you able to split screen it though top bottom not really when no. i had the when i had the xc i was able to put my car play screen on the bottom half of the yes. vertical with either a map or the the xm they, controls on the top or whatever and i liked they that i was able to have like my ways map and then and my Radio controls up. It's at the not same time. bad. Look, Volvo. When the second you get into the car, and I don't believe this was a wireless uh, CarPlay connection, but the second I plugged it in, my phone went up on the screen. I don't know why that's so hard in every other manufacturer, but you know, in a Porsche, sometimes it doesn't work. You have to reset the button. This is instantaneous. All of that worked perfectly. The car has a glass roof. Yeah. So, you know, here in L.A., there was a there was a hot day that I was in it and you did feel that, you know, it doesn't darken. There's no button like a McLaren that might darken that I love glass. that LCD and, tint. Right. That stuff is the coolest. So that was a small issue. Here's a bigger uh, and this is super tiny. And I know I'm compl complaining about bullshit things, but Volvo, if you're listening, this has nothing to do with Polster. They have in, in a Volvo plug in hybrid. They have the little gas icon, which is the little gas you know, where you oh, get the gas. Right. Yeah. And then they have the little battery. Now, they've chosen for the battery the icon for that we use on our iPhones or Apple computers that is a, a battery when there's only 5% of energy left. So it's an empty battery down to here. Uh -huh. So it doesn't matter if you've charged the car up full. You look, and it looks like you only have one-eighth battery charge. All the up. time? Yeah. The, I'm talking about the battery the yeah. icon. icon itself yeah. isn't solid. It's empty down to oh. here, so it's always... And if you're like me, when you look at that... You just instantly go, it's empty. And even when you charge it full and you've got 100% charge, and you go, Duh! <laughs> it's still empty. <laughs> Those are so stupid funny. little things. It wouldn't cost a lot of money just to color that in. That's very Maybe for funny. this production right. model. Overall, <laughs> I really love this car. I, I only had it for the weekend. I really enjoyed it. You know, uh, I, obviously, I, I get to drive a lot of different things. I could easily put this in some spot and have fun with this car. Um, but I think what I enjoyed most about it was just... I play a lot of GTA with my kids, GTA 5. I liked the look of this new thing, having this new vehicle, having something fun to talk about, and then the way it worked, having a, a car that I drove for three days and I used about a dot of gas. Yeah. And I got on it, you know, and I turned on the performance mode. The hybrid mode I found to be the best and most usable mode just for blasting around where you had power and you had, you know, quiet electric when you're crawling along in traffic. Um Pilot assist, adaptive cruise control, you know, it, it works for the most part, but keep your hands on the wheel. 
because occasionally it decides. I hate using the, steer, the, the steering systems. I'll use adaptive cruise all day. But. Occasionally they decide to do other things. Yeah, they're not good. No, they were. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't perfect. Um, but what a but that's what a, a cool nice car. daily driver is an alternative to an F Type or a 911 or a. Maybe. I would say if you're in a neighborhood full of Teslas and you want yeah. something different and you're not going to have to run a lot of errands with and put oh, with, stuff with in luggage. the back. Yeah, 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 with luggage. Yeah. Totally cool car. Really fun. Thumbs up. I'm really po- up on the brand. I, think I bet it would look super boss with like a ski rack on it and snow tires going yeah, to like Mammoth. Yeah. That would be real and cool. And that gas engine <laughs> is good for your road trips. I, I don't know that I want to be all electric. I, I, I like it. I'm in. Yeah, it's cool. I get it. Why, uh, now why, July. why would they make their own company? Why do they? Why don't they just make that part of Volvo? What is it? Why does it have to be separate? I, I, I wish I could tell you. I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know because a lot of that Polestar technology is in their regular Volvos. They also it, have that too. Yes, yeah. but it's it's real. They're really just following the AMG playbook. AMG I see, has right. now been spun off into their own. It has. Yeah, AMG has its own range of models. Right. That still have Mercedes stars on them, but. I the see. AMG GT is like its own thing. Huh. Yeah. But I always think of that as this. Yeah, there's I know, Mercedes badging yeah, everywhere. Like to people like you and me, like that strategy hasn't really worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. It was really nice seeing it looked great at a car show, though. Yeah. What a funny car. Yeah. Just getting all this attention and all I, this love. And yeah. And that was a pretty, pretty stacked car show. You're going to. Dr- yeah. There was some great <laughs> stuff there. Stuff Amazing. There. From <clears> why don't we come Hay? up with a theme for this Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Since it's Wednesday, obviously we'll all be getting together on Sunday. The people are showing up there. What do we want to see? Uh, the th- a theme in terms of what? What? What you guys bring? Or no, a theme for everyone. Let the oh. word will spread. Here's here's red what cars, we, huh? Red cars, red cars, red cars. I would take low cars, like low riders. I think there was a low rider. Oh, there, that would right? be good. A few. There were some yeah, caddies some with, bouncing. with hydraulics bouncing. Yeah. Have you seen ever driven one of those? Next to, yeah, it's great. They're the best. Great fun. So much fun. Yeah. Uh, they've seen that that caddy next to like a Testarossa, next to like a GT2 RS. It was, it was, it's a neat, neat. Plus ride. a couple of Ferrari 275s. Bruce Meyer had his yellow, his Bruce's infamous. mustache is the, is the champ, though. Bruce's mustache. He has a like, mustache? You didn't see him? No, what I kind? did for a minute. Yeah, I, like, I a, didn't... like a fucking tombstone mustache. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's Doc great. Holiday? Yes, he looks like the fucking sheriff. I almost didn't. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's now hilarious. I'm thinking about it. So I noticed good. the car before the mustache. Oh, the mustache. That's the is car. Great. The yellow 275 is the car he chose over the GTO. So I love when I see that car. He had oh, 10 at grand the time, at the time. Of dollars. He had $10,000 to spend 11. on a car. And he always offered two cars, a GTO, a GTO and that. And that and he <laughs> yeah. bought that. Oh, that's amazing. That. And it's a beautiful car. But yeah. whenever I feel bad about selling a car or not buying a car that I missed, I think of, I think of that lo- story. Losing out of $50 million, <laughs> <laughs> taking 1000 and turning it into fifty, and we all laugh. It's like yeah. the guy who got the ticket or the guy who falls I down. Just laugh. Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing all right. Yeah, I'll <laughs> la- if, that, if, Bru- if Bruce is... The, like trip and fall scenario is I turn 10k into two million yeah. instead of 50 million. I yes. still I still kind of want to punch. I know. Things. Yeah. No, he's great. And and whose car? There was a red one out there too that was just. Gorgeous. I don't know who was driving the red one, but that one was nice too. And there was mm-hmm. there was a 250 also the, that 250 GT the short, oh, right. short wheelbase. Yeah, one. yeah. Okay. Yep. And yeah. I, I, my favorite really was the Delahaye. That was just such a oh green Delahaye guy. Or just post World War II, green Delahaye, steering the wheel, steering wheel, and the guy had his green puffy jacket on and his green, green velvet hat. hat. His cap, it was so monochrome. Yeah, it was so. <laughs> and what were we doing off to the side, Swiggins? Mocking. <laughs> we were mocking. Well, look, Swiggins. Well, ever, he looks uh, like Dudley from the club. <laughs> you ever driven a car that had one of those pre-selectors? pre-selectors? No, have you? I tried one once. It's crazy, right? Yeah, you just you you move the lever and then you clutch in, clutch out, and the the in out of the clutch is what changes the gear, just to wherever you select. The selected. cords have that. Yeah, cor- I drove it on. I drove it on a Packard, but it was like, yeah, it was awesome. It's weird. It's it's very very interesting. But I I'd rather that than like some cars like the pedals aren't like if you go old enough Boy, when like the, the model pedals T, are you mean rearranged. With the, with yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pedals are rearranged. It's a disaster. There was a Model A there. I thought 
Yeah, there was pick a up truck. that was cut with a couple of young guys in there. There were all sorts. It was such of a things. funny group. There were, it was everything was out. There. What time is that starting? Because I got there at eight thirty, and it seemed like it was already going. I got there at eight, and I was on. I was right on the. I was five minutes on time. Is so any, that's when everybody's coming in. Is right at eight, eight o'clock. Eight thirty. Right. Is is, people are, are people calling? Or is it? It's not organized. No, it's no, no, no. Spontaneous. It's completely We're all posting about it, but it started when the quarantine started and all the car shows stopped, and people just started showing up there. Because and then you got Matt posts about center. it. I post about it. You post about it. And then Zuckerman. Here's what happened, and I'm convinced of this. In the beginning, remember when we were just we can't show up there anymore because there are too many people there. We kept saying, "Don't come, don't come. You're ruining our Sunday." And then it started getting, you know, when you tell people not to do something. You remember there yeah, were three weeks we didn't go man. near it because we just didn't want to get sick we and nobody. that up good. And that's where it really started to get bonkers. But it was just us guys. Because all the businesses are closed. So it well, can expand. Mm -hmm. you know, you know, they are open it, now. They are, are open they? now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one's driving there. But as long go. as you get there early at 8. And by the way, show up. But just wear your masks and just, you know, wash your hands. The police don't even care as long as you guys are social and distancing. Spend money at bills. Don't yeah, show up there and then not now, spend okay, money at bills. Now let's discuss that before we go. <laughs> I looked at Bill again and I said, Bill, that you cannot capitalize on a bunch of guys standing in a parking lot with their hands in the parking who want coffee and food. He goes, yeah, but they don't come in. And I go, well, go out to them. He Give could have Susie a, girl. a sandwich he could board have like or something. Guy, yeah, the guy at the ball game, instead of beer, he's got coffee. Yeah. He said oh, it will never him. work. None of them want to use cash. They all want cards. What am I supposed to do? I go, oh my God. you can identify the problem. Now solve it. Get a square reader and a rolling cart, <laughs> exactly. bro. We're That's there. what Erica said. We are there. Set up on the porch. Just put muffins out and no. donate a dollar. Well, I don't what know. About, what did about you, did I, you, know, you know, Hannah, my wife, made him raise his prices. Oh, really? She went in there and she looked at his coffee prices. And That's she went, funny. Hmm. And then walked 50 feet into Starbucks. Right. Wrote down their prices. Came back and found out Bill was selling better coffee for less money than Starbucks. And she literally went, these are your new prices. <laughs> what is Bill's cup of coffee? What did it used it to cost? It was like 220 and Starbucks was like 265 wow. And now, okay. now Bill's at 275 He needs 200 breakfast burritos. Yeah. Yes. And he can walk out there right. and just say 20 bucks each. And if you were standing there and somebody just said 20 Bro, yeah. the number of Daytonas I saw out there, yeah. people would pay 75 20 Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks. It was Gold so, Paddock yeah. City. Out there, really? I, it was. If you wanted to look just for watches on Sunday, man, it was good. It was I did fun. not wear a nice enough. Well, watch. it was Father's Day, so there were a lot of dads out there. I just gave him the idea for four thousand dollars worth of breakfast burritos. <laughs> Two hundred <laughs> breakfast burritos at twenty bucks each. That's <laughs> four grand, Stanley. Four grand. Watch them shut it down this week, and he's out there by himself with all the burritos, <laughs> just going, "I'm gonna kill you guys! <laughs> I've got these burritos." Well, if Bill doesn't figure out how to go outside, all the people who go to this thing should figure out how to go inside. And yeah, then, well, it's not a, hard to go in top or something. Yeah, he make he bakes all his stuff. I mean, how, what uh, if he had the burritos pre-made? You could just I'm saying go. that's what they do at the Porsche Experience Center, they cars just, and coffee. You go. What do they like do? A, they they make them in their kitchen inside, right? And then they bring outside. They make a buffet table of coffee, and there's a person there, and they have breakfast sandwich, breakfast burritos, and they're just pre-made. And she just pulls them out of the warming. Are thing. they open yet, Porsche Experience Center? I think. Can Not I go for down their there? Cars and coffee, but I think the facility itself is open. Yeah. I gotta go down. The kids want to yeah. go down. Mm. Uh, they're doing they're doing like um Where can oh, I yeah, you know what they told me they're doing instead of having instructors in the car with you they're doing lead follow oh right yeah with radios they're not going to let kids on the track though right i called willow they they said you can't do put kids in the car and i said why he goes because they die yeah, <laughs> good idea and i said that's good that's good good reason good that's reason so funny Does that, what a great that's a kind of a television show dead and he was totally spot. serious and i go <laughs> no you don't die. have to convince me of that i i mean if i were to put my kid in the passenger seat i would not show off i know not to show off that's so funny but he goes uh, but i can totally see why most dads would not know yeah. how to turn that off and just not take them for a tootle around the track when the snake was before they closed down the snake you know the fire yeah. the road and, and it started to get real crazy up there and everyone hanging out up there and people doing stupid shit and whatever yeah. there was a guy who i yelled at one week in for the ferrari 
the Ferrari, the guy who had his kid in oh, the car right, and rolled right. the Ferrari down the yeah. hill. Right. A week before that, he was in his F-type with the kid in the car, right. cutting every double yellow the whole way up Mulholland. Yeah. What a schmuck. And we, me and like three other guys like screamed at him, and then he rolled his Ferrari down the hill with his kid in the car like a week later. Don't yeah. you remember that? It's a great that was, video. I remember YouTube, because he, up was, on video. Wow. he was divorced. <laughs> I thought he was divorced. I thought I remember reading he was divorced, and I was just imagining the ex-wife. The video is going. That's it. Gnarly, I man. want everything. I don't think oh. the kid was hurt, but the video was not. Maybe he didn't want custody. That's, no. a, that's a great way. <laughs> you leave yourself in custody without saying so. No, it's oh God, hard. It's so cold. Can I ask you a question, Zuckerman? Yeah. You know a lot about your own cars. How come the 300 SL coupe that's next to us on the left has the exhaust coming out of the left side, and the Roadster on the right has the exhaust coming out on the right side. Yeah, right. with two different pipes. I Why cannot is that? specifically answer that question other than to tell you that they reworked the uh, chassis and frame of the SL Roadster. Oh. Because, as you can see, the Roadster, it has a tubular like birdcage frame yeah. that they hang the, the body off of. Well, they had to strengthen that for the doors in the 300 SL Roadster. There's, that's why you needed the gull wing, in, the yeah, gull yeah. wing in the in the coupe. So it's been reworked. But why specifically it crosses over that way and has a fishtail uh, yeah. on the passenger side as opposed to a round pipe on the driver's side? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if it just goes around a chassis member of some kind in a different well, way. Most, most likely. Huh. Interesting. It's yeah. weird that because I'm... They're next to each other. I've never noticed it before. They're, they're different. Yeah, yeah look at you that. can see so, it. it <clears> random <throat> sidebar there. Random sidebar. You see what the, year is the Roadster? That's 61, and the Gullwing is 55. Oh, okay. And wow. You see the different taillights, too. Yeah, yeah, there's a different rear end treatment. You see it's uh, uh, the, the trunk treatment is different. It's a different, uh, slightly different car. But they did... They did not make those at the same time? 57 was the crossover okay. year. Okay. That was one year only. Okay. And there were 1,400 gull wings and 1,700 roadsters. What do you like to drive better? Oof. That's a really tough choice. But generally speaking, it's the roadster. Just it's not hot? It's, uh, it's... yeah, it also drives better. Oh, it does? Uh, yeah, they, they cured. It has a weird, uh, the Gullwing has a weird split axle. Uh, it, and it, so it's got this funny handling characteristic around corners. You go from understeer to oversteer all in a blink of an eye. Uh-huh. It's a very twitchy thing. And at t- back in the day, if people took a corner too hard, one of the rear wheels would fold under, uh, <laughs> and it would, it would be down on oh, one that's leg. Bad. Yeah, and, you don't want that. <laughs> so it, they cured that in the Roadster uh, by beefing up and putting a torsion bar uh, okay. in the rear. So it has a, a, a better handling characteristic. Now, don't tell anybody I put that torsion bar in my Gullwing yeah. to cure to cure the issue. Oh, cool. But the ro- but the um, the Roadsters had a sport cam as well, so they're a little even though they're a little heavier. They're a little peppy. Oh, cool. Yeah. I drove a, 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 a Gullwing once, and it was absolutely fantastic. It really is. To, to com- consider what what else was out there in 55, and to be able to get in this and go 120 all day long in that thing. It was just so easy to drive. I was yeah. shocked. It, it was yeah. no harder to drive than like a 356 or something. Nope. It was just butter, easy clutch, yeah. easy. Everything was easy. It was yeah. great. Yeah, It feels only- like a race car. Yeah, the only weird thing that you may have noticed is got self-adjusting brakes. So if so, sometimes when you step, you you want to hit it a little bit once, it adjusts, and then and then it's got a nice progressive brake feel. But if you just put your foot in it, it seems to sink to the bottom. It's a little disconcerting unless you're used to self-leveling brakes. I don't recall that on the one I drove, but I didn't. I didn't. I was so worried about the value of it that I didn't push it too hard. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I was scared. Yeah, it was it was you yeah. know Dieter Dieter uh, Heinz uh, from HG Motorsports down in they, they down in uh, San Diego North County they maintain really? old AMG cars and and the gull wings and stuff mm-hmm. like that for down there, so he's got one. Wow. Anyway, sidebar. Well, there I you need go. To get, uh, my the Roadster does have a little oil leak, which is not uncommon. I what a that. piece of shit! <laughs> yeah, throw it away. <laughs> sell it, sell it, sell it. Uh, well, gentlemen, what else you got? That's it. That's the That's show. That's it. All right. Yeah, that was fun. That was Can a good I do time. An important plug, not Please. even for Westside Collector Car Storage. Today, Monday, yes. we split off the Smoking Tire podcast from the main I YouTube channel. 
It now has its own YouTube channel. I would love everybody if you like the Smoke Entire podcast. If you get it on the audio, like on iTunes or wherever you get it, just audio, everything's the same. If you're going to get it on video, it's no longer going to be on the Smoke Entire channel. It's YouTube.com slash the Smoking Tire Podcast. Very difficult, I know. The Smoking Tire Podcast. Please go subscribe. And we've got our entire back catalog on there from episode one through 520 or whatever we're at now, as well as clips and bonus content and all that. And that way, people who want to see car reviews are just going to get that. And people who want to download the podcast are just going to get that. <clears throat> he separated Excellent. it out. A lot of, it was a lot of work. It took Zach like months to do it. It wow. was really it's harder than you think. You had to download 500 videos oh. and re recap. He's it right. so dedicated. I admire that. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Well, he um, made some money doing it, but still, it was work. All right. And today, for the next week at least, go to blipshift.com. Blipshift.com to get the new Spikes Car Radio shirt. Smokey is the bandit. That's right. Put on this shirt and commemorate the time. R87911 was stolen by a meth head, and lots of porn was found and in it. And when did you steal the <laughs> porn DVDs? Because I haven't been able to find them. I don't have them. You, you must. Remember when we saw on the Santa Monica Problems Instagram feed, they, were, they found some on the beach? I said, I <laughs> know who DVDs. this is. <laughs> yeah, it was the same thing. It was just porn DVDs, but no player. So I think it was our guy, who we have not found yet. Zuckerman, you have anything to plug no, before we happy go? happy to do this one. This was fun. All right. Good to see you, folks. We'll see you next week. Uh, Johnny Lieberman's going to be on. Keep him in. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.